You are listening to the Paranormal Chronicles radio show. Here is your host, paranormal researcher and author of the best-selling A Most Haunted House, Gavin Lee Davis. Welcome, I am GL Davis, author of the best-selling haunted horror of Haverford West and founder of the ParanormalChronicles.com. Welcome to this brand new series of amazing paranormal interviews and features. And we are brought to you by our series sponsor, Sixth-Books.com, home of incredible books on the paranormal and the spiritual. Make sure you subscribe and follow the show so you never miss a thing on tonight's show. Is your child psychic or could your children be psychic mediums? How do we begin to deal with this? How would we know? Maybe you discovered you had abilities from a young age. How did this affect you? Clear Waters, author of the new bestseller, Raising Faith, the true story of raising a child psychic medium, will be sharing to you her experiences in this incredible and beautiful interview. Claire lives in rural Hampshire in the UK with her husband and two children, Faith and Tom. When the children were four and two years old respectively, Claire learned of her psychic medium abilities and she subsequently began a journey to learn as much as possible about psychic matters and the spirit world to help and support her two children and their gift. Since that time, Claire's own psychic abilities continue to develop and she loves learning about psychic experience and spiritual truths and lessons. Raising Faith is sold out on pre-order, being picked up by the UK media and has been endorsed by celebrity psychic mediums as Claire continues on a wondrous journey. If you have any thoughts on the show's topics or wish to share your own experiences, find us on Facebook as The Paranormal Chronicles, on Twitter at Paracron, on Instagram at The Paranormal Chronicles or email paranormalchronicles at aol.com. I want to hear from you. So, on with the show. Claire, congratulations on Raising Faith, a true story of raising a child psychic medium. Raising Faith is a beautifully written journey of your own personal experience with your children. And more than that, it's also a guide for other parents out there who also have children with incredible gifts. It's a truly remarkable read, which is already sold out on pre-order and has topped the chart. So people are fascinated by this, okay? So uh, how are you, Claire? I'm very well, thank you. Nice to talk to you, Gavin. Thank you so much for joining us. This is such an exciting opportunity. The book is absolutely superb thank you thank you everyone's very eager very eager to know how did you first realize that your daughter faith was a psychic medium well it all started when i was loaned a book about a psychiatrist who had many patients coming to visit him with fears and he basically put them under hypnosis to discover that they had a past life that with trauma in it and that was why many of the things they were frightened of in this life actually related back to their past lives and this book was actually loaned to me by my mother and it left a mark on me and I started exploring this idea that maybe there were past lives and I ended up speaking to the hypnotherapist at the clinic where I was working as the resident homeopath and he suggested that yes he did actually offer that service as a hypnotherapist he did have people coming into him talking about past lives and if I wanted to learn more about that side of things that he had a patient who was a psychic medium that maybe I should speak to so I was put in touch with this lady and it was only really when she came to my house to have a chat with me about my many questions that she mentioned to me that my children were psychic mediums particularly my daughter and had faith had any experiences prior to this that made you think well maybe she was a little different 
No, not at all. I mean, she's a wise old soul. And people had said from the day she was born, she looks like she's been here before. She's very quiet. She's quite reserved, very sensible, very mature for her age. But there was nothing else to suggest that she might have any special gifts. Can you recall the moment where you realised, where she demonstrated that she had some form of gift or ability? It was really only upon questioning her after I'd met this lady. And it, it worried me. You know, I, I mulled it over for a few weeks and thought, well, how do I approach this with a four-year-old and find out what she can see and if any of this is even true? And I thought about it for a while and I discussed it with my husband. And eventually I approached Faith in her bedroom. She was just laying on the floor playing with figures and toys, as you do. And I tried to sound lighthearted about it, but she could sense that this was quite a, an important topic. But she carried on playing with her figures and I just said to her are there people that you can see around us right now and she said yes and she didn't particularly look up from what she was doing she didn't need to she just knew they were there and I said to her well you've not looked and she said I don't need to look to see they're there and she's only four and I was quite freaked out I was quite worried who's in this room with us you know? so I was going to say how did that make you feel was it frightening for you at first terrifying absolutely terrifying all my you know teenage just kind of fears of ghost stories and things all came flooding back the idea that somebody was in the room that I couldn't see was really frightening for me but she wasn't frightened at all and so this carried on I was asking her well who are they and she just didn't answer or shrugged her shoulders and I started quizzing her on do you see anyone that we know like you know great granddad who passed recently and she nodded yeah he reads me stories at bedtime and plays games with me at bedtime and she was completely nonplussed about it. It wasn't a big deal to her at all. I know. I felt the hairs raise on my arms with the episode with the man Joseph in the room. That must have been mm. terribly alarming for you. Well, by then, it wasn't the first experience we'd had. So actually, it wasn't as frightening to me as the earlier days. Um, that was a few months down the line. So by then, we were used to going, you know, tucking her into bed at night. And once she was settled down, it was quiet and play wasn't on her mind anymore. She'd had her story. That was when she really settled down and things started tuning in a bit more. And she would see more and she would mention it to me then because it was just the two of us in her bedroom. So she would then sort of say, I'd see her staring. With Joseph in particular, I remember she was just staring at the end of her bed. And I knew she was watching something or someone. And I looked over there and I could see like waves. Um, it's really hard to describe, but like a, a wavering light. You can't really see anything, but there was something. I call it energy, that I was seeing energy, but I couldn't see what she could see. And yeah, she just started describing this man. And she said, oh, it's a new man. And she started describing what he looked like and... Um, what his name was and and I would ask her I mean I would prompt her for well who is he what does he want and that was one of the first occasions really when I was aware that she was seeing people that weren't my grandparents you know people that were strangers to me and that was my bigger fear was who are these people that I don't even know that are visiting her um, and what do they want with her what else is going on that I'm not aware of incredible now is there a, a history in your family of relatives showing such incredible gifts had you had any similar experiences of your own no and yes so there's no history of anyone in my family known for any psychic gifts i think my mother has quite good intuition but again i i would never have called her psychic or said that she had any particularly special gift just you know good instincts but i did have an incident a few years before faith was born which I look at now and realize actually that was a psychic ability in that I smelt my nan. Uh, my nan had passed away just before my wedding 
And um, I smelt her visit me one day to the point where I even called my husband-to-be upstairs to see if he could smell her as well, which he could. Then the, the new dog we had came bounding up the stairs and his ears went back and he whined and left the room. And I knew then something is going on here, that the dog doesn't just leave the room in that state for no reason. So I knew that she was actually visiting. Other than that, no, <laughs> no other experiences at all. You know, you were saying that you could see like kind of almost like a wave, like emotion. Mm. With her like pointing out such activity, such experiences, can you identify them more now? Or is it a case of sometimes you pick them up, sometimes you don't? I don't particularly see the waves unless I look for it. Sometimes if I'm at a seminar of any kind of seminar, professional seminar, and someone is on a stage with a, with a dark backdrop behind them, I can see energy in that way, but I don't particularly see it in relation to spirits arriving in terms of, you know, at home. I have a few of my own abilities now, which are more indicative to me of when the spirit is visiting, okay. uh, but not the waves. And did you start to see faith differently? Did you feel, say, ill-equipped or anxious in regards to what this might mean for you, you know, for faith, for the family, with your, you know, her relationship with society, with the world? No, um, but it, it rocked my world because I felt like I was living in the matrix, you know, where the world I thought I knew actually was completely different to my preconceptions and so for me it was how do I how do I fit this into the world that I thought existed this doesn't exist in in what I thought was going on so it bothered me it didn't bother her at all it didn't affect her in any way she'd never chosen to talk to anyone about it anyway so I wasn't particularly worried that this was going to become you know public knowledge and, and a problem so no I don't particularly think I worried about her fitting into society I just figured she wouldn't talk about it which she never has done so she hasn't opened up to like friends or classmates or anything of that nature no no, never. In fact, she, there was one point she was really young. We had a neighbor's son round and she happened to mention her great granddad was sat next to her. Oh. And the neighbor's son obviously said, no, there's not. He's not there. And she said, yes, he is. And then she started to get upset about it. And that was the only time. And that was really encouraged, I think, by the fact she and I had been talking about these visits. So she felt it was OK to mention and that it, it didn't go very well. So she's never mentioned it since then to any friends at all. Or it's, relatives. It's confusing for her. She she's seeing things as we see in the material world as if they're there. Yeah. And this poor little boy is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't see anything. You're scaring me. Yeah, absolutely. I think it is. I think it is really hard for her. But it's also the way it's always been. So I think she's just found a way to deal with it. And and I think as she's gotten a bit older, it's not as obvious as it was before. You know, it's it's not like it's not like she's in a classroom and there's loads and loads of people around her that she can see and others can't. She now has to work a bit harder to get those images and to see those people. It isn't as easy to mistake them for living people as it was when she was little because she literally saw things whether they were spirit world or this world she couldn't actually tell the difference at a young age i love that idea i've always said got this kind of classical way of, of viewing paranormal and ghosts that you know you're going to see like an orb or something at night but you mm. don't know walking down the street you know mm -hmm. busy high street it could be a couple hundred people there shopping getting on with their lives some of those might be spirits some of those might be ghosts mm. it's not the know. traditional case you know you go into a dark room and shout show yourself and they appear they're always here and some people see them you know and some people can't same with you know i'm dyslexic i can't read the same way you can read some people are mm -hmm. color blind they can't see color the way you might do and some people mm -hmm. have this gift to tap in and see spirits yeah absolutely stay tuned we will be right back after the 
these important messages. Sixth books will take you to other worlds, haunt you, open your mind, and push you far beyond the veil of the unknown. Sixth Books is a leading publisher of books on the body, mind, and spirit, the paranormal, consciousness, ancient wisdom, and the afterlife. Explore today, learn today, open your mind today, read today. Visit sixth-books.com today. The world as you know it is about to change. Hi there, my name is Claire Waters, and I would like to invite you on an incredible journey. I have written a book based on my personal experiences called Raising Faith, a true story of raising a child psychic medium. It's my family's extraordinary experiences with our young daughter's ability to communicate with spirits and the inspirational lessons learned on our journey. Raising Faith is currently available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kindle, and wherever books are sold. Join me on this beautiful and incredible adventure. For more information on Raising Faith, visit my website, raisingfaith.co.uk, or my Facebook page, Raising Faith Book. See you there. The international chart-topping haunted horror of Haverford West has been described as terrifyingly real and must read, shocking and chilling brilliance, genuinely worrying and chilling, utterly frightening, don't read before bed. Described as one of the spookiest writers out there, best-selling author G.L. Davies presents Haunted Horror of Haverford West, the true paranormal account that is shocking the world. Dare you enter? Dare you read? Haunted Horror of Haverford West is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kindle, and wherever books are sold. Pray you never have to live there. Do you wish for more paranormal and spiritual content? The Paranormal Chronicles magazine is a free digital magazine crammed with the very best in paranormal and spiritual articles and features. No sign-up, no subscription, just free reading and knowledge for you. Read today at www.theparanormalchronicles.com forward slash magazine. Were there any experiences with negative spirits that was difficult for Faith to deal with, especially at a young age? Never, never at the point up until I wrote the book, no. Uh, but we have since had one experience at home. Actually, just last Halloween, we had an experience at home, which was the first ever time she's been frightened. Um, and that was frightening for all of us, actually. We, it's a long story, but I'd, I'd left my son at home one day and he phoned me in a panic and said, Mum, you need to come back to the house. There's somebody here. There's someone in the house. And the dog's going bananas as well. And I'm really frightened. Can you come and get me? And so Faith and I were on our way somewhere. We turned around. We drove back. And we jumped in the car and left the poor dog at the house, hoping it was just, you know, Tom having a wobble and frightened himself. But um, as we came home that evening, Faith said, no, actually, there's something not right. And I thought, oh, crumbs, it's bad enough when you spook yourself without yeah. the psychic child telling you there's something yeah. to worry about. But I wandered around. I couldn't sense anything. I couldn't pick up anything. There was certainly no one hiding in any cupboards, which was all the kind of things that was running through my head. But they really struggled to settle to sleep that night. Then the next night, I think, or maybe a couple of nights later, Faith came flying downstairs and practically threw herself at me on the sofa, which just doesn't happen. She's not that kind of child. She's very independent, capable child. And she was frightened. She had her hands clamped over her ears. And she was shouting, that, tell her to stop shouting at me. She's screaming at me, screaming at me. And she was, this spirit basically had been visiting her in her bedroom and was frightening her. And actually what preceded this is she'd said to me about a month before, 
that there was a lady in her room in the corner that was frightening her. And I don't know why I didn't take her seriously knowing her gifts, but I guess we hadn't talked about it for a while. And I wasn't convinced because she also said she'd been reading a scary book at school that, that was about a lady that looked a lot like the lady in her room. And I sort of assumed it was her imagination just, you know, just taken over. Of course. But anyway, the two things turned out to be the same visitor. There was indeed a lady in her room that had been there all the time. Closer we got to Halloween, the closer this lady got to being more and more scary for her. And she had experiences, she says, where the doors in her bedroom, she's got a lot of doors in her room, were opening and closing. And at this point, she ran downstairs, clamped her hands over his, and this lady was apparently screaming a date at her. And she was really frightened. And this had never happened before. And the, the odd thing is, this was at a point when, you know, I wasn't expecting this. She wandered in the room. And all of a sudden, it was like something out of a movie where the lights in the room started flickering. And Ooh. we've never had that, ever. Um, this was the one and only time anything scary had ever happened to us, certainly at home anyway. And, yeah, in the end, I said to her, Look, can we ask the lady a few questions? She obviously needs some help. And Faith said, no, I'm, I don't want to talk to her. Just make her go away. And in the end, I thought, what am I saying? I'll talk to the lady. She can hear me as well. So I had a conversation with this lady and just said, look, uh, and I could sense all of my guides around me. I could sense them coming close. They were obviously protecting us. And I just said out loud to the room, you know, to the lady in the room. And I said, look, you're frightening the children and me now. You obviously need help. I'm prepared to help you. Please, can you step back? I'll speak to a friend of mine and I will get help for you. And everything went quiet. And I said to Faith, is she okay with this? Has she accepted this? And she said she's gone. And the lady had stepped back the minute I'd asked. And I thought, well, in which case, she's obviously not here to hurt us because she wouldn't have stepped back. Um, she just wanted your attention. Totally. She was trying to get help. And she knew that obviously that Faith could see her and potentially get her the help that she needed. And it was scary, but it was quite empowering. You know, I've never been in a situation. It's amazing what you do for your children. I thought I would be terrified with that kind of a, a situation happening. But, you know, you're the adult, they're the child. They need you right now to control and to lead this situation. And you do. I just stepped into the driving seat and said, right, OK, I'll deal with it. Can you just leave her alone? And she did. And then the next night... Uh, Tom hadn't been aware of this. I hadn't. He's more fearful than Faith. And so I didn't want to frighten him. But he obviously knew somebody was in the house as well. And he the next evening, he said, Mom, I've just seen a lady run from your room into Faith's room. I'm really frightened. He was absolutely terrified. He didn't want to go to bed. And I explained, it's fine. She's not here to hurt you. She's trying to stay out of your way. That's why she ran from one room to the other. She's just frightened. Leave her be. And I phoned Stuart Keyes, who is the psychic medium that wrote yeah. the foreword for Raising Faith. And um, in actual fact, he was on holiday. And I knew he was on holiday on a boat somewhere in the Caribbean at this point. And I messaged him saying, help, we have a visitor. And it's Halloween and it's not pleasant. And he messaged me back saying, it's OK. I know what it is. I don't need to be there to deal with this one. He said, I'm sending my guide to sort this out for you. And literally within 24 hours, the place was a completely different house, completely different. He'd managed to clear this lady and help her move on wherever it was she needed to be. And the house was just so peaceful again. And it wasn't until she'd gone, I realised actually the house did feel different. I just hadn't particularly recognised it until after she'd gone. That's um, incredible. Did you say she yeah. was shouting out a date? Yeah, she was shouting out a date. I think it was a date in November. Um, that she was shouting at Faith. And 
I don't know what it was, but obviously we were leading up to the end of October with Halloween and it was yeah. a date that was in a few weeks time. So I don't know about that date. But interestingly, the at school, Faith had been reading this book about this lady in black. It's part of the curriculum. It's known to be a terrifying story. I've since mentioned it to a few teachers and they said, that's a really scary story. And then um, uh, I met some other psychic ladies recently and they said she basically drew the lady out of the book. And I thought, really, how does that work? But I think what it is, is because she has the ability she does, if she reads scary things, she opens a doorway to that kind yes. of energy coming to her. So whether it was the same lady in the book, that doesn't quite add up to me. But the fact that she could attract dark energy, scary energies based on the fear she felt reading the book, that does make sense to me. Makes sense to me as well, because you can get a dark energy or you know a distressed spirit yeah. uh, taking the form of yeah. something that was very much in the forefront of faith's mind yeah, yeah i think so definitely yeah. you know, it, to me the two things make sense for her to be reading a book and for a lady to present that look just like this lady that's just you know that doesn't add up to me there's a reason why that's happened so she's definitely affected herself by reading such a scary story so it's a lesson to her you know to be to be mindful of what she reads what she watches i don't think these sensitive intuitive if children are are really gonna I don't think it's gonna be a comfortable experience if they're watching horror movies you know they, they open a doorway that maybe they don't yet have the ability to manage what comes through that doorway exactly and it's taking form in what's in her thoughts if she's opening herself up to horrible terrifying things and horror movies and murderers mm. and ghosts and evil spirits mm. then it's a doorway because her, she's like a beacon mm, absolutely she's beacon like the only right. telephone in the street yeah and everybody wants to use the phone. Positive spirits from beyond would take on the form of grandparents and mums and stuff like that because it's a pleasant form. It's a form you can relate to, feel calm with while they, while they do their work. Interesting. You know, I've not know. heard that one. Interesting. Yeah, so for example, um, they were going through a really traumatic time and they believed that they were being visited by their grandmother. But the grandmother was somehow different. And I'm not, I have no abilities. I have no gifts. I'm just an investigator. I just, you know, I'm a journalist. I just write about these things. And the grandmother was almost like the grandmother, but not enough. And I said, if you were going through a particularly bad patch, it could have been like a spirit guide or a positive spirit mm. helping you in the guise of your grandmother. If you woke up in the middle of the night and it was some strange old man, the end of your bed you're gonna panic yeah. it's gonna scare you but yeah, if you wake sure. up in the middle of the night and your grandfather's there you feel yeah. oh he's looking after me he's watching after me yeah yeah no, you, maybe so definitely yeah. and i'd rather that than just some creepy old guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end of my bed be like get out such a terrifying experience you gave so much insight into that that you presented an experience that gave me so much food for thought there's things that you said that I, i've never really kind of like thought about before going on from that does faith research it does she learn about it does she try and enhance mm. her abilities or understand her abilities or is she like no. a normal teenage girl it's there she'll just get on with it she has she is a very normal teenage girl in fact to the point where she'd rather not talk about it anymore at the moment she since she went to secondary it's one of those subjects that's just uncool to talk about so <laughs> so um <laughs> At the moment, it's, I just leave her to it. I just think, do you know what? I know the ability's there. We don't talk about it the way we used to when she was younger because since she got to secondary, she just decided it's off limits. But obviously, with what happened at Halloween, it's still there. It's still happening. Occasionally, she'll talk... You know, she'll validate something for me or she'll point out why the dog's staring at the corner of the room. Or, But she doesn't volunteer it at the moment. And I think, you know, these are difficult years as a teenager. And I think she's got enough going on as it is. I just leave her to it. And when she's ready, 
we'll talk about it again. She knows I love the subject. She knows how interested I am in it. So yeah, it'll it, it'll present itself when she's good and ready. She's there's so much they do at school these days as well. It's just so much to cope with with general schoolwork and after school stuff as well as this gift she has. So a normal life is stressful and hectic and has yeah. its own rewards and challenges without having a, a layer gift yeah. or an ability on top of that. People like myself and somewhat yourself, you want to know more because you're intrigued. You don't have mm. this gift. You don't have this ability necessarily and you want to learn more about it. Yeah. And your son, Tom, he's a psychic medium as well. He has some abilities. He, he doesn't particularly talk about it um, very often. He is particularly good at as an empath he's clairsentient like me so he can tune into people he can feel their energy he can feel when they're upset he's very compassionate obviously he knew when the lady in black was in the house he saw her run from my room into face room so he he clearly can do more than he realizes he can for him to point out he's just seen her there there have been times when he knows when his grandfather's visiting him at bedtime and you know faith will come and validate yeah it's granddad so he can do stuff but i don't think it's as easy for him i don't think it's as second nature to him as it was for her you know for her she was seeing people in the room all the time she was hearing things all the time she was relaying answers and things to me all the time he doesn't work in that way but he would know when people were there he would see symbols in his head which he said were relevant to who it was. And I never quite got to the bottom of that because he was very tiny when we, you know, he's like, I think he was about you know, four, I think, when he mentioned the symbols to me. So not old enough to really explain it anymore, but he's clearly got abilities. But I think Tom in particular is a real healer, I think, a really compassionate, empathic child who tunes into people, uh, but very, very sensitive to his environment. Excellent. And do you believe there's a lot more children out there? with abilities that maybe the parents don't even realize quite possibly for sure i mean the amount of times i've heard other psychic people talking about all the new children coming in there are apparently lots and lots of new children coming in they're not all going to be born to existing psychic mediums they're going to be born into families like mine where there wasn't a prior knowledge of spiritual matters and they may dismiss it. They may uh, be fearful of it. I do think there is a need for more information to help these children and their families who don't have that spiritual knowledge already. And that's where I hope Raising Faith will help them because there's lots of ideas in there to give them some comfort to know they're not alone, to give them some examples of what we've been through. And, and so many of the lessons we've learned along the way. And, you know, I ended up going on a whole spiritual journey myself to try and understand my children's abilities and, you know, what this was. I had no idea at all. I'd never even seen a psychic medium before I found out about my children. So there's lots of examples of things I learned, which I think are really helpful to anyone who doesn't already, you know, travel this journey of spiritual matters. I agree 100% because I think with raising faith, I think any parent out there with an open mind should give it a look because it's very easy to label children as having, say, behavioural problems, okay? Mm -hmm. But they've got this, they've got that. When in fact, it could be that that child is just utterly confused by what yeah. they're experiencing and no one within their immediate circle, a teacher, parent, family member, can relate to it because it's, it's an area that's switched off from. So that's where I see the real value, the real importance of raising faith is that if any parent out there believes that maybe, just maybe there's something a little different about my child, something a little bit different from the other kids. Maybe they're a bit more withdrawn. Maybe they're very excitable. They're like, say, imaginary friends. Mm -hmm. Maybe, yeah. just maybe it's worth exploring. At the end of the day, if it's not, it's not. But if it is, you could help a child so much like you have. You know, you said you've had quite a spiritual journey of your own because you're trying to support your daughter, your children 
through the experiences by learning yourself. How has this changed your life? Oh, completely. The spiritual laws that I've since learned about since starting this journey mean I live my life completely differently now. I completely accept that there's a plan, that things happen for a reason, that I'm being guided, that when something unexpected happens, I question why, what's going on there? Why has that happened? Okay, there's a reason for that. You know, I just look at things completely differently and I think it's given me a compassion and an understanding on a deeper level than I had before for other people and why they do things, the experiences they go through. I see people repeating the same mistakes over and over and I think, oh, okay, well, that's because... You haven't learned from it the first time. It's come back to you to learn again. You know, it just gives me a completely different perspective, which I think is a really valuable perspective, which helps me live my life better, which brings comfort to me. And I understand these things much better. You know, I don't I don't worry the way I used to worry. I I see that it's happening for a reason and that there's a bigger plan, a bigger thing at work here um, just gives me a level of faith I didn't have before. But, you know, I think raising faith isn't the thing about it is. For anyone out there who's lost a loved one, whether they do or don't have children or even spiritual children, the book gives you lots of examples as to how our loved ones go on, the different ways they communicate yeah. with us. And, and I mean, who hasn't lost a loved one? You know, there's so much information in there to bring you comfort, to help you realize, no, really. They are still with you. They are still visiting you. They're watching your life progress. They you know they're there rooting for you, wanting you to do your best. They don't want you stuck in your grief. You know, they want you to be living your life to the fullest and achieving and learning as much as you can in this lifetime. So I, I think it it's a helpful book for anyone who's lost loved ones, as well as those wanting to learn more about spiritual matters generally. And also for anyone out there with children or adults, I might add, who feel that they may have some psychic abilities or certainly are intuitive and sensitive to their environment. There's lots of them out there. I meet, you know, as a homeopath, I meet lots of people in my homeopathy practice who come in who are being made sick, unwell. They have symptoms all over the place. Um, and it's really from a life that is out of balance. And they're out of balance because they're so incredibly sensitive to their environment. And they wouldn't call themselves psychic, but actually that sensitivity is psychic ability you know they're tuning in to the energies around them and some of those energies will make them sick so there's lots of people out there that i think will benefit from understanding a bit more about that most definitely because i read the book and it was such a remarkable read it was a very beautiful read and for me people that know like me as gl davis the author of the books i write they know that I, i'm very much in the, the yang the negative side of the paranormal not not something i necessarily wanted but it's just happened that's where i've gone on my journey okay and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm desperate to get out of it and i embrace books like raising faith and with raising faith it was such good reintroduction for me into to these abilities into these gifts it was thought-provoking it was informative and it was written in such a relaxed style that i find it very very easy to absorb this information it was like it was new again it was fresh oh, to me okay. oh, genuinely I, I genuinely enjoyed it and something like i didn't really connect until you said it you're right it will help people that have lost loved ones yes mm -hmm. at the core of it is about a mother's relationship with a child psychic mm -hmm. but out of that is a message of there is hope there is love how to deal with loss how to deal with grief and I think anybody out there, as you said, not necessarily with children, but anybody out there, you know, you could be a grown up and think, do you know what? I've suppressed my ability 
I used to mm -hmm. have it. I've lost it. Maybe I have. Read Raising Faith. And yeah, by the absolutely. end of it, I think it, it'll help. And also what, what I like is, is that, you know, you've got the raisingfaith.co.uk website mm -hmm. where people can actually contact you. You know, they can get in touch with you and, and find out a little bit more. And, you know, you're very open to that. And that's a wonderful, wonderful service. We've got the website and we've got the Facebook page as well. And I actually invite people. There's lots of people out there with their own stories like this. And I, I think the stories are uplifting you know that's what i want people to share it's just we all learn from each other let's share our stories of experiences where our loved ones have come back uh, for the greater good you know i just think it's comforting to realize yes people's grandparents still visit them people's you know parents who may have passed on still visit them and the ways that spirit have contacted them the methods they've used to get in touch with them i think it's just really inspiring for everyone to read that and comforting you know really comforting there's a lot of people stuck in grief that find it very difficult to move on they feel the loss so deeply and what i really want is for them to realize it's okay they're they're in a great place and for me psychic mediums the beauty of that gift it's not about the fortune telling it's about bringing comfort to people who've lost loved ones having a message from a loved one and having that psychic medium validate this is definitely your loved one this is how come i know it's your loved one you know they can tell you things that that no one else would know to make sure they validate this isn't me making it up this is what they're telling me and you think well crumbs how, how do they know that because they're actually communicating with your deceased loved one and that's where i think the beauty of the gift is is bringing that comfort making that person realize it's okay they're not gone. They're not still in pain. They're not still sick. You know, it's not as bad for them as you might have been picturing it was. They're having a great time and they're still with you. And I think that's the strength of it, really. That's the gift and the beauty that a, a psychic medium can bring to you if you're willing to go and see one. I can relate to so much to that with like the loss and the grief. You know, raising faith, didn't expect to read it, wasn't something like I necessarily would have gone out to look for, as again, based mm -hmm. on, on my kind of like my environment of the paranormal. And it did. It helped with the healing. And that's mm -hmm. genuine. It genuinely helped me with the healing and it opened my mind and it helps so much. And it is an invaluable gift for, for, for readers, for families, for people all over the world. It's interesting, actually, because there was a lady who's reviewed the book and she sent me a message saying how much it had helped her to read the book. And it was you know, a unique way that she came across the book. And I said to her, you know, I really believe these things fall into place when you're ready for them. If you're if you're listening to this, if the book falls into your lap or you see it on a shelf, there's a reason. You know, pick it up, have a look through it. If it feels right, buy the book, read the book. I do think it's almost, it, in, it will inspire people to start their own journey of healing, uh, maybe their own journey of learning more about the spiritual world, um, maybe just bring them comfort for something that's been uh, weighing them down for years. You know, there'll be a reason it's fallen in front of them. And I do think, you know, these things happen all the time. These, I call them coincidences, but they're not really coincidences. I do think it's all relevant. It all happens for a reason. So the fact that you've come across the book and it's brought you comfort, another review lady got a huge amount of comfort from reading it at a time that she really needed it. And, and that really is the lovely thing about books like Raising Faith is they, they suddenly, it's like an awakening. You wake up and realize, gosh, it's not how I thought it was, actually. It's better than I ever thought it was. And goodness, why have I spent so much time grieving and feeling the loss when actually, you know, my loved ones are right there desperately wanting me to move forwards and have a great life and, and watch me being happy, not wallowing in the grief, you know? It's it's really hard to get out of that when you're in it. Um, I agree. There's yeah. a certain amount of serendipity to this. Yeah. 
I think that if you come across it, like obviously people who are listening to this, they're going to come across it. But like, I think people who come across the book, it's there for a reason. It's there. It's, it's a little it's a little gift from the other side. It's a little beacon. It's a little amber of hope. Yeah. Raising Faith is already sold out on pre-order. It's topped the charts. It's been picked up by the UK media, been endorsed by celebrity psychics. Did you ever imagine Raising Faith would be this huge? Well, no and yes. It's weird because all along I just felt this was a really important book to get out there. And I know that might sound a bit crazy. I honestly feel like the spirit wanted me to write this book. This was an important book to get out there to help lots of other people. So in one sense, no, this is just me writing a book about my life. But on an, on another level, it's like, actually, this is so much more than that. This is about me helping other people with these gifts, you know, really educating people about any children they may have with these abilities. It, it's just such an important message to get out there. I really feel spirit are behind this. So I kind of knew if it's an important message, it was going to do really well. So in some way, yes, I did know it was going to do well. What's next for you? Well, I would love to go on and mentor lots of other people. So I have lots of plans for more book ideas, adding more detail for how people can help themselves with these abilities and really setting up a network, a community where people can share their experiences and they can post questions um, that they may have, and we can have healers and like-minded spiritual people, psychics, responding to their questions and just really trying to create an environment where this subject can be discussed without feeling that, that it's not welcome. Because I think it is a subject that gets swept under the carpet quite a lot. I think there's a lot of fear around it. I think there's a lot of people out there who don't volunteer this information because they're not sure they're going to be ridiculed, and I completely empathize with that one. But I also really want to help this subject become more normal, more okay. It's not that creepy. It's not that unusual. It's actually really lovely and it is out there. Um, and it's just being hidden. And what I really want to do is bring it out into the light and help people realize it's okay. It's quite normal. We've all got a level of these abilities. Some of us are more tuned in than others. We've all got that, that sixth sense. Um, and we've all got lots of amazing stories to share that can bring comfort to other people if only we're brave enough to step out there and share them. And that's what I really want to do is just encourage people to sort of come out the box and, and share the light, really. And then the light can shine a bit brighter because more of us know of it, more of us are awakening, more of us start to explore our own spiritual journeys and understand the laws of the universe and just connect better, live a more balanced life with this knowledge. Um, I just think it can reach far and wide once people embrace, yeah, the, the possibility that this actually exists and has done for a very long time and it doesn't need to be hidden. The way I look at it is that we have forgotten and lost so much of our abilities. I believe, and you know, people don't always agree with me because, you know, science does amazing, wonderful things, okay? But I think we've lost a lot of stuff that science no longer is interested in. So therefore it's deemed as not worthy of inve investigation. And we look back in our past and we were capable of so many amazing things. We had powers and abilities and gifts and we've lost touch in that. If you talk about addiction, a phone, first thing you look at in the morning, last thing you look at before bed, yeah, gotta have it with you everywhere social media and game consoles and television and i think there's is an abundance of special abilities out there and people have just forgotten or they've suppressed it and i think you you know your your quest is to be the standard bearer and i think that's exactly what raising faith will do it will people who read it won't forget it and it will linger with them and it will nag at them and say do you know what you do have something special. It's not just a book, it's not just a woman's experience. This could be my experience. This yeah. could be my family's experience. And I sincerely and generally believe that you can shine that light 
you can be that torchbearer to give people the hope and the confidence. Say, do you know what? This woman put her career, her family, her life, her name on the line to write about this for everybody so everyone can have these same wonderful experiences and realise there's more to this world, to this universe than what we believe. And there is more to this world. I've been around long enough doing what I do to know that everything we see is not black and white. There's a yeah. massive ambiguity. I can't explain it because I don't have gifts or abilities. Mm. And I think people are going to read Raising Faith and they're going to connect to it in the most beautiful, wonderful way they could ever imagine. I hope so. I just hope it, like you said, it shines a light on, on an area of their life that maybe they need some help with or it just inspires them to think outside the box that maybe they thought was how things were actually it's more than you realize there's so much out there and yeah just to inspire people to live their life maybe a little bit differently to how how they have been or to yeah to, to take that course they've been putting off or to change that diet they've been putting off or you know to just be the best version of themselves they can because actually there's so much out there they don't realize there's so much goodness in the world and that's what I want to focus on really is the positivity the inspiration for people the the moving forwards for people that's what I would love to see is is more people just embracing their life and realizing gosh it's okay it's okay that my, my, my dad's not with me anymore. It's okay that my partner's not here anymore. As tragic as all of that was, it's okay. They're okay now. I can move on. I can still have a good life. I don't need to, you know, to feel the loss forever. It's a beautiful and inspiring message. There are going to be lots of people that will be reading Raising Faith. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, sitfifeandbooks.com, from wherever books are sold. And a lot of people are going to want further advice, want to know more about your journey. How can people keep in contact with you and find out more about Raising Faith? Uh, the best way is actually through the Facebook page. Um, if you message through the Facebook page, those messages will get dealt with. We'll reply to them. We'll answer questions. And we'll start to build that community that I think everybody needs. So, yeah, at the moment, that's the best way to do that. Absolutely brilliant. Claire, I know, hand on heart, but we're going to see so much more from you. In time, we're going to see a lot more faith. And there's going to be a lot of good and a lot of hope for the world. And I think you should be immensely proud with this body of work. It's important. It's necessary. And people are going to love it. So, if you're a reader, you can go out there. You can read Raising Faith. It's on Amazon. It's on Kindle. Go down your local bookshop. Or go to Raising Faith website, raisingfaith.co.uk get in touch with Claire and who knows possibilities will open up in your life yeah lovely thank you Gavin for the opportunity to talk about it it's, it's a lovely. pleasure and I'm sure you're going to be back on thank you thank you very much have a wonderful day thank you Claire thanks Gavin bye so there we have it please support Claire and read Raising Faith it truly is a beautiful book and please contact us if you have your own theories or experiences of your own subscribe and follow so you never miss a show Stay tuned for episode two of the Paranormal Chronicles, which is up next as I chat with the devilish Dave Dominguez from El Paso, Texas. He ponders just how old is mankind? Have we been far more advanced than we first imagined? Have we in fact been an interplanetary race or perhaps an interstellar race? This is fascinating and will blow your mind. But to finish tonight's show, I leave you with the words of Dylan Thomas. And death shall have no dominion. Dead man naked, they shall be one. With the man in the wind and the west moon, when their bones are picked clean and the clean bones gone, they shall have stars at elbow and foot. Though they go mad, they shall be sane. Though they sink through the sea, they shall rise again. Though lovers be lost, love shall not, and death shall have no dominion. Sleep well. <laughs>